CJSW's funding drive is on right now. Head over to cjsw.com slash donate to show your support for this program. CJSW 90.9 FM, radio in color. Hello and welcome to another episode of Accessible Airwaves. This program is dedicated to the education and exploration of disabled life. Giving voice to the life and experience of people with disabilities. We cover a wide array of issues and disabilities. We are people who discuss issues we are passionate about. And topics we are interested in. We show how disability is in in the the mind mind of the beholder. I'm your host, Adam Cairns. The interview coming up is one of our Accessible Airways members, Morgan, interviewing Belinda over Zoom. Belinda has aphasia and functional neurological disorder. She talks about her book that she is writing about, her experiences in the hospital, and the poems that she is writing. Hello, Belinda, and Welcome to to the Accessible Airways So, Good morning, Morgan. Thank you for inviting me to the Accessible Airways. Please welcome. And uh, so, Apparatus, uh, tell me about her life before COVID-19. My life before COVID, um, I was working in the Harry Hayes building full time, working nine to five job until the pandemic hit. Wow. Um, well, uh, how did her work save at the, at the start of the pandemic? Um, things stopped um, during the pandemic. I was sent home on pandemic leave um, for a few months until I was able to work remotely from home. It was interesting. So, um, what kind of of work do do you do? I do a variety of, of office work, such as opening the mail, doing some data entry, and filing of case files for officers and <clears throat> retrieving them as well. Well, <clears throat> what? Happened on March 11. What do you want? 
On March 11, 2021, I woke up and I couldn't speak anymore. My support worker came that day and noticed that something was terribly wrong with me, that I wasn't able to speak. Uh, I think was probably intuition and don't know about how I spoke it to Also, And what I can um, say to the listeners for the functional neurological disorder, um, it's something to um, not take lightly because it is a serious condition if if it's not treated properly. So I'm glad that I that my family got me help when they did when I was um self harming months ago as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, did you lose your voice as well? I lost my voice um fast. It just came unexpectedly when I woke up the next day that I wasn't able to talk. Oh and it concerned my family and and my support staff. Um oh as <clears throat> oh I thought that happened to you. And uh, what is Aphasia is where um, you lose your ability to speak and and write. And that's what happened to me. I lost my speech for about five months and then my um, writing skills um, started to go as well. Wow. Well, just well. Um, do you, do you know what the cause the cause of it was? The cause of my aphasia was um my functional neurological disorder. Um, first I thought it was a stroke, but. It turns out it wasn't, and they diagnosed me with functional neurological disorder. Oh my gosh. I was like, did that, that happen to you? Um, just my, um, come, uh, come, I do have a walk. As uh, I don't like that of uh, that I did one. I was here. So, uh, what is F and D? F and D 
um, stands for functional neurological disorder. It's it also is a mental illness where um, you have depression and you lose your ability to speak and write and have other symptoms such as your uh, your inability to like walk at times. Your body feels like it's not part of you. Oh, wow. How did you make you need? During the time when I wasn't able to speak, I was using a whiteboard and communicating with my family and my support staff through a whiteboard. Uh, what? Was was the difference like my diagnosis? Um, first I was in shock from the diagnosis, and then when I came to accept accept what was happening to me. When did, did you get uh, indoors? My I got diagnosed um during my first day in hospital. I was admitted twice to hospital. The first time was I was in there for two weeks and that's when I was diagnosed. It was, I believe it was in April. Oh my, that's a been a long time. What was her stay like at the hospital? My stay at the hospital at the, during the second time when I was admitted, it was very hard on me as I was in hospital for over two months. I wasn't able to see any family or friends. They weren't able to come up due to COVID restrictions in the hospital. Well, that'd be very hard after that. And uh, how did did you get her voice back? I got my voice back um, when I was practicing lots at the hospital with flashcards with my doctors and kept on practicing each day while in hospital and it started to come back slowly. How did the doctor treat you in the hospital? My doctors, while I was in the hospital, they 
um, monitored me with my meds that they were um, putting me on, as well as every morning I would have set counseling sessions with them, and I had to participate in group workshops with other patients as well. That was part of my treatment plan that I had to participate in certain um, work in certain groups. Wow. Um, One of my groups that I enjoyed was the doing crafts. That's one of my favorite therapy groups was doing crafts. And also they had a meditation group as well. They did for patients on on the ward. I like this. This great. And on the weekends, the nurses um, did different activities to try and keep us patients occupied. One activity that I enjoyed was hallway bowling, which I did really well in because it brought me back to how I enjoy and miss my Special Olympics from the pandemic. Sounds quite great for you. I also did um, ping pong challenge activity on the weekends. And that was also fun to participate in. Because if you didn't participate in in the group therapies, then you get like really bored because you're not allowed to leave the the war because of COVID restrictions. Uh, so there's only so much you can do to keep yourself busy. Oh uh, yes. Uh, I got you when and um very anyway, busy. Um Okay, that's great for you. Um, how did that feel? It felt good getting my voice back. I also made the doctors and nurses cry because they haven't heard my voice before when I was admitted into the hospital. So it felt good getting my voice back. Uh, that was great. Um, so we're coping tool. What works for you? Coping tools that works for me is I use an ice pack when when I know um, my symptoms are starting. I put an ice pack on my forehead 
Also, I use some fidget toys to try and keep me focused. And I've been writing in my journal lots still to, to get things off my chest because I was told to, like, to continue with writing in my journal, which I'm still doing. It's one of my good coping, other coping tools that I use a lot. Yes. Um. <clears throat> yes. Uh, I just got uh, a different tool. Um. Yeah, you have a little cube and uh, uh, spare too. Yeah, I have those as well. They work really great. Oh, yeah, good ass. Tell me about the book or writing. The book that I'm writing is called Journey to Mental Wellness. It is about the challenges that I've been dealing with during the pandemic and my diagnosis with the aphasian FND and how I'm coping with my mental illness for recovery. Are you close to finishing a book? Right now, I'm still in my rough draft, but I'm soon going to um, do my book on this website that my cousin has mentioned to me to create my book for me. So I'm, I'm about 80%. Done for my book. Well, just get to read her book someday. <laughs> yeah, the doctors and the nurses are excited for my book as well because I told them during my therapy sessions that I'm doing this book and. They're looking forward to it as well. Oh, that was great. Thank you. Okay, that you've been doing that. I like to write too. About my songs. I do write. I write about my song. I like, I like that you do that. Thank you. That's great. So, that's great. Could you read a poem to the listeners? I can read a poem for the listeners. I have one that's picked out here. It's called Coping with Aphasia and FND in this pandemic. Over a month ago, I lost my ability to speak. Found out I have aphasia where you lose your speech and writing skills. Plus, to make matters worse, have a mental illness called 
functional neurological disorder where you have memory issues, depression, and confusion. Right now, my brain is like software problem that needs to be rewired back together again. It feels like everything is jumbled in my mind, but can't get it, can't get it, can't get it out. I have lost my ability to write like I used to for poems. Please be patient with me and understand my life changed like this pandemic we are all still in. I'm trying new ways to communicate, plus using flashcards in hopes to relearn to talk, even though been told it may not be the same as before, but anything is good for me for my recovery. I thank those that close and dear to my heart and being there for me through thick and thin. And I will get through this through power of patience, power of hope, power of faith, power of love from family, from friends, from relatives, and my dog in healing me through my next journey of trying to recover. Can you read me every more, please? Sure, I can choose another poem. I did a nurse's poem. What is a nurse? A nurse is someone that is the middle person between the doctor and the patient. Nurse is 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 a lot of has a lot of patience and are caring and compassionate. I admire the nurses. They are hard workers, especially during this hard time during pandemics. If you see a nurse, tell them for all they do. Um, thank them for all they do. Um, I know I, I do. Wow. Oh, that was amazing. Thank you. Here we go. What keep you busy in the hospital? I hear you have been repeating lots. I've been busy. What kept me busy in the hospital was doing a lot of paintings that my brother brought up for me, my canvases and my paints, as well as I um, took in a lot of um, group therapies as well. Wow, you worked great. And so today was, you know, Painting too as well. Yeah, so, I love painting. Yeah. I do like my grandma does too. What? What lessons did you learn from from this place? I learned um that I need to um learn and focus and not get 
too stressed out about things and do things that I enjoy doing, such as painting and writing my poems. Mm. That's great. I don't know anything to, um, uh, I don't know So, mm. what do you do for fun? What I do for fun is I participate in Special Olympics and five-pin bowling and bocce ball. I enjoy being around my friends during the Special Olympics. And I also love to do photography on my own time, creating photo calendars for charities. And also, if I could add for my photography, so I raise money for charity. This my next photo calendar. I'm raising money for mental health because <coughs> I think it's important because how I have experienced firsthand being on a mental board. There's certain, so many different age groups on the ward. And a lot of us have been affected on the ward with different mental illnesses. And Alberta needs more resources to help people like myself. So I'm going to raise money for mental house for my next photo calendar I'm going to create soon. I love that idea. I love uh, do you do that too as well? Uh, I enjoy doing my photo calendars for charities. Because one of my yeah. treatment plans, I, I am placed in Arnica program for people with um, developmental disabilities that has mental illness. So I'm going to yeah. make money for, for that organization that helps people with disabilities. Wow, I like that also. Thank you. I do as much on the next two. I do swimming and sing. That's cool, Morgan. Yeah. yeah. Do you miss anything during this interview? I believe we covered everything, Morgan. <clears throat> yeah, I like to do this. They keep uh, doing us on efforts for a way. Thank you, Morgan, for um, letting me join Accessible Airwaves today. Are you welcome? Thank you for listening to 
That was Morgan interviewing Belinda over Zoom. She talked about her aphasia and a functional neurological disorder and the book that she's writing about her experiences. I'd like to give one last shout out before ending this episode. October was deep or Disability Employment Awareness Month. We like to thank everyone who participated in the events or showed their support throughout the month. Deem events, panel, discussion, and activities occurred across Canada and Alberta to build awareness of an inclusive job market. There are 4.4 million Canadians with disabilities. The most recent Canadian survey on disability found that 2 in 5, 39% persons with disabilities aged 25 to 64 years who are not currently employed and not currently in school had work potential. This represents nearly 645,000 persons with disabilities having potential for paid employment. Disability Employment Awareness Month helps raise awareness about potential of this untapped labor source and celebrates inclusive employers who are leading the way. You can visit DeemAlberta.com to view resources for employers such as how to improve your business with a diverse workforce or dispelling myths about hiring persons with disabilities. If you missed any of our last episodes, you can go to CJSW.com or Spotify or any other podcast apps. We hope you tune in for the next month's episode. Thanks for tuning in to Accessible Airways on CJSW 90.9 FM.